0: What's up, guys? It's Jamie Messina here with the Stories That We Tell podcast. Um, and today I wanted to start off with a story that I remember from fourth grade. Yes, I remember. Um, so I remember I was in fourth grade. No, actually, it was second because I remember the teacher. Um, and it was Super Bowl, okay? And it was the weekend, you know, the Friday before Super Bowl. And we got to draw pictures of which team we wanted to win. Now, I had no clue about football. I really was just excited to draw a photo. So I picked a team and I put all my energy and effort into coloring and drawing this. I don't even remember what teams were in there, right? And um, so we go home for the weekend. We hung up our photos around the hallways and um, we go home for the weekend and we come back on Monday and the team that I had drew won the Super Bowl. Now, there was this boy, Patrick, in my class. And the team that he had drew drawn, uh, lost. And that made him mad. So he took my photo off the wall and he ripped it down and he ripped it up into pieces. And I didn't like that. That made me feel some kind of way. Right. And I remember the teacher coming over and being like, what's going on here? And I was upset. And I was like, Patrick just ruined my photo. Um, what the hell? Like, I obviously didn't say that, but that's my adult version of it. And, and she Basically, what it came down to was she just told me like, it's fine, Jamie, just move along and didn't acknowledge my feelings, didn't acknowledge that like somebody just ruined something that I did and, um, you know, all of those things. And so I was thinking about it when I'm thinking about boundaries or something that I'm going through right now, um, what that moment did, because clearly I still remember it, right? And when I look back on it as an educated adult, you know, an aware adult, I I think about what that moment taught that second grade self of myself, you know, what did that moment teach me? And that was just one of many moments like that. Um, growing up in the 80s and 90s, especially if you were a young female, like, in school, you kind of got pushed aside, your feelings, your you know, you weren't called on as much, you weren't, if your behavior wasn't a certain way, it it was very different, I think. And um, so that was one of very many moments like that. But that's one that stuck out. And looking back, I'm like, well, what did that teach me? Because there were things that have followed me through life, right? Um, That I know came from somewhere. And I when I look back on that moment, I think, what did that teach me? It taught me that, uh, my feelings weren't important. It taught me that it's okay if somebody ruins my stuff. It's okay if somebody comes and I spend a lot of time on something, that it's okay that I need to just shh and let them do their thing. Um, it taught me that maybe I wasn't as important as he, as he was because he was allowed to just show his anger and rip my stuff up because he didn't like the outcome of what happened. And And those are things that I learned. I didn't necessarily know that I learned those in that moment. But as an adult today, 38 years old thinking about the last 38 years and how many times I took shit from people how many times I let people that were close to me walk all over me not pay attention to my feelings not value my feelings not hear what I had to say or or care or and me being completely okay with that me thinking that that was okay because I wasn't as important as they were or you know what I'm feeling isn't valid. Um, they're right. I'm wrong. Um that has followed me through life until very recently. It's been thirty eight years of accepting friendships that I gave way more than I received. I um would give the shirt off my back and and they would just take and take and take and take and and never reciprocate or even understand or you know and and that was an entire lifetime of that until recently. And now that I can really put, you know, I really can tie that one story into that, it makes perfect sense. Because that happened a lot. You know, that happened a lot throughout childhood into early adulthood. Like, it happened a lot. And it's okay at 38 years old to claim your space. It's okay at 38 years old to say, I didn't know how to set boundaries um, until now. But now I'm going to do that. And so you know, looking looking at my current situation, I'm coming to a point in my life where I don't have time for relationships or friendships that don't put in the same effort as I, as I do. I don't have time for people that are going to walk all over me and use me because they know that I'm kind or because they know that I'm giving or because they know that they can treat me however they want to treat me and I will be there regardless, you know? Um, I don't have time for that anymore. And it's okay to set boundaries on that. There, I grew up till recently thinking that my feelings didn't matter. My time didn't matter. You know, I couldn't say no to people because that made me feel bad. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. Um, you know, and there's, I always thought it was like one moment that I could put it on. It's probably a, a whole stream of moments throughout life that made me behave in that way. But I'm at the point where I'm like, no more. No more will I accept anything less than what I deserve. And that's going to take me being able to set clear boundaries and not being triggered but just peacefully, you know, release people or say no. And if they get upset, that's on them. But I'm doing what's best for me. And so um, I've been looking into different ways to really Set boundaries and limits with people that are going to help you to do so if you're new to this. Okay. And I'm still navigating the space, but I am getting better at it and it feels good. I may, I may lose some friends because they're like, whoa, why all of a sudden are you not, you know, doing these things for me that you used to do? And that's okay with me because I'm being true to myself. I'm not living my life for somebody else. I'm living it for me. And that makes me happy. So let's just go over a few things that you can do. If if you find that you struggle with creating boundaries or being true to your own feelings and your own self, um, some things that you can do. So number one is tune into your feelings. Are you saying yes to things that you want to say no to out of guilt, out of feeling guilty and for no other reason other than that you just feel or unconsciously, Think that somebody else's time is worth more than yours. Um, if you if you're feeling resentment, like you say yes, but you don't want to do it and you complain about it the whole time and then you show up and you do it because this person is expecting you to do it. And guess what? You're feeling resentment and you're you're being like maybe you have a little attitude. They don't care. You're doing they're you're doing exactly what they wanted you to do. They don't care if it bothers you because they're getting their needs met. So um, if you find like pay attention to that. How are you feeling? Tune into your feelings. If if you find that you have resentment, if you find that you know, um, I don't know, it, it, resentment, it usually comes from being taken advantage of or not appreciated, right? And if you find that that's happening, and even with people that are close to you, pay attention to that because that's where you might want to set some boundaries. Maybe your best friend always asks you to babysit on Friday nights. Um, And never invite you to hang out any other time. They only call you for that. And you say yes because you want them to enjoy time with their husband. Well, what about you? You don't want to enjoy your Friday night? If you find that you're resenting that, like it's okay to say no. It's okay to pay attention and uh, respect your own boundaries. So that's number one is pay attention to how you feel so that you can know what boundaries you even want to set. Number two, once you decide to create those boundaries, be direct you know, with some people maintaining healthy boundaries doesn't require a direct and clear cut dialogue, but usually it does, right? Um, people have very different communication styles. And I'll tell you right now, I appreciate when people are very clear and direct with me. It it It's easy. You know, there's no question. You don't have to guess or mind read or anything like that. I really appreciate when people are direct with me. Um, so, you know, and you don't even know, sometimes it's personality-based, it's cultural background-based, but the best way to do it is just being direct. Like, hey, don't make up excuses. Hey, you know, maybe your best friend's name is Sally. I don't know. I always use Sally. That was my grandmother's name. Hey, Sally, like, I I hear that you want me to, you know, watch little Jimmy on Friday, but I I just can't. I'm sorry. I I hope you find somebody else. You don't have to give a reason why. (laughs) You don't. You just don't want to you know, I just can't do it this weekend. Um, I'm really uh, taking the time to go out to dinner with my friend or I have, you know, I'm not going to do it. Just be direct. I'm sorry. And for somebody to be upset about that is really going to tell you where the friendship's going to go after that. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, it's important to be direct, you know, say, I really have noticed that you're asking me very often to watch Little Jimmy on Friday nights. And, maybe once every couple months is fine, but I'm really going to take time for myself on Friday nights moving forward. So, um, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it as much as I was. Um, so yeah, be direct. That's, that's number two for you. Uh, number three, give yourself permission. So fear and guilt comes in self doubt when, when you're dealing with this stuff. For me, that's what it was. I always felt guilty, um, and I think deep down, I also felt that my time wasn't worthy or I wasn't worthy, and that other people were more worthy than I was. And so, it's uh, there are big potential pitfalls. So, we might fear the other person's response if we set and enforce our boundaries. We might feel guilty by speaking up or saying no to a family member or a friend. And um, many believe that they should be able to cope with a situation or say yes because they're a good daughter, they're a good sister, you know, they're a good son, they're a good friend, even though they're feeling drained or taken advantage of. Um, And we might even wonder, you know, if we deserve to have boundaries in the first place, just what I said. But boundaries aren't just a sign of a healthy relationship, they're a sign of self-respect. So give yourself permission to set boundaries and work to preserve them. It's okay for you to set boundaries. Give yourself permission, respect, have respect for yourself. The next one, practice self-awareness. Boundaries are all about honing in on your feelings and honoring them. So um, if you notice that you're slipping and you're not maintaining the boundaries that you set, you know, try asking yourself, has something changed? Or, you know, what am I doing? Or what is the other person doing? Or, you know, what is the situation making me feel, you know, is it making me feel resentful or stressed? Just go back to it. Because a lot of times what can happen is you're just going back into your old ways, which you're so used to. And it's just going to take a little effort and self-awareness to to just make that a priority again and gain control over it again. So that's another another thing that you can do. Um, Consider your past and present. And this goes into what I just said, all of those things. It went back to second grade when Patrick ripped down my poster and, you know, I was feeling like I wasn't important, that my work wasn't important, that I wasn't valued, that, you know, I didn't matter, that my feelings didn't matter, that my time didn't matter. Um, And sure, I'm sure the teacher just wanted to, you know, deescalate the situation. But that's what my little, you know, eight-year-old self, seven-year-old self, that's what that's how I felt. So consider your past and your present. How were you raised along with your role in your family? how How you were raised? it It can become additional obstacles in in setting and preserving boundaries. I struggled for a long time to set and preserve boundaries because of that. Um, you know, maybe if you were, grew up and as a kid, you held the role of a caretaker. You learned to focus on others letting yourself be drained emotionally or physically. You know, that happens a lot where little kids are the parents and and they're for whatever reason and they have to ignore their own needs and maybe that became a norm for you. And that's okay, but you're an adult now and you can take that back. Um, Think about the people you surround yourself with. Are the relationships that you have reciprocal? Is there a healthy give and take? You know, and that's something that I'm coming across now. And really evaluating. Um, beyond relationships, your environment might be unhealthy too. You know, for instance, if your workday is eight hours a day, but your coworkers stay at least ten or eleven hours, there's this expectation for you to also go above and beyond. I'm I'm one of those people. I'm like, well, I don't want to be the weakest link. Um, you know, I don't want to be the one only staying eight hours when they're staying eleven. Um, it can be challenging being the only one or one of a few that are trying to maintain healthy boundaries. And this is where you really have to tune into your feelings and honor your feelings and uh, be aware, practice self-awareness. Um, another thing is you have to make self-care a priority and never, ever did that till recently. Make self-care a priority. Um, this involves giving yourself permission to put yourself first. When we put ourselves first, our need and motivation to set boundaries become stronger. Because it's important. You ever heard, you know, you got to fill your own cup before you can fill everybody else's cup. It's freaking true. It's true. Self-care means recognizing the importance of your feelings and honoring your feelings. And these feelings serve as very important cues about our own well-being and about what makes us happy and unhappy. Putting yourself first gives you energy, peace of mind, a positive outlook to be more present with others and be there for them. Um, and when we're in a better place, we can be you know, a better sister, a better daughter, a better mother, a better husband, a better coworker, a better friend. When you fill your own cup, you are able to be more for others. You are able to fill others from your cup. Make self-care a priority. Um, I'm going to say the last one, start small. You know, like any new skill, assertively communicating your boundaries takes practice. Oh, trust me, it takes practice. At first, you're going to feel nervous. You're going to feel weird. It's going to be uncomfortable. And especially if the people don't receive it in a very nice way, it's going to be very uncomfortable. And that's okay. They can receive it any way they like, as long as you're setting clear, assertive, Concise, respectful boundaries, saying it in a respectful way. Um, It doesn't matter how they receive it. It, That's on them. You're setting your boundaries and you're taking care of you. You're filling your cup. You're making yourself a priority. Um, So start small. So maybe, you know, I don't know. was something you can start small with? Um, Start with a small boundary. That isn't threatening to you and then increase it little by little to more challenging boundaries. You know, Build upon your success. And at first, try not to take on something that feels super overwhelming. Setting boundaries takes courage, it takes practice, it takes support, and it's a skill that you learn and can master. It's not something that we just know, for definitely not for me. Maybe some people learned it at a very young age, but for many of us, we did not. And it's up to us now as adults, to learn it and master that skill so that the people that are worthy of our time, that are worthy of our energy can get the full us, a hundred percent us, you know, the full you. I think that's so, so, so important. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys today. I like to share when things are going on with my life um, and I can tie them back into some way, shape or form, something that I remember, some type of story I was telling myself from when I was young And give you some tips and tools to, uh, you know, go after it in your own life. Um, That's what I show up here to do. And so I hope that that was helpful for for you guys today. And I look forward to the next time I show up here. I'll talk to you guys soon.